Misfits Audio Productions presents Restored Old Time Radio. We claim no rights to it. This is released free for entertainment purposes only to restore interest in the golden days of radio. Thank you to Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com for intro music. Remember to visit MisfitsAudio.com. Kellogg's Pep, the build-up wheat cereal, invites you to rocket into the future with Tom Corbett, Space Cadet. Stand by to raise ship. Blast off minus five, four, three, two, one, zero! rockets blast off to distant planets and far-flung stars, we take you to the age of the conquest of space with Tom Corbett, Space Cadet. was held prisoner by mysterious smugglers on the planet Venus, his renegade cousin Mirko impersonated him at Space Academy. Managing to escape, Astro returned to the Academy where he, Tom Corbett, and Roger Manning captured Mirko. Now the three cadets have been summoned to the quarters of Commander Arkwright. Astro, the Solar Alliance has requested you to undertake a highly important but extremely dangerous mission. Me, sir? Cadets Corbett and Manning, your cooperation is also requested. I'm ready, sir. Same here. What's the mission, sir? As you know, Mirko was caught smuggling out Neo-RDX, the most powerful explosive in the universe. He's confessed that the explosives are to be used in a bigger operation, raiding the space lanes. Raiding? You mean piracy, sir? Exactly. Mirko had a supra-high-frequency transmitter by which he contacted Beale from the Academy. This morning, intelligence persuaded Mirko to contact Beale. This is a tape recording of their conversation. FC-394. Mirko calling Beal. FC-394. Mirko calling Beal. Come in, Beal. Beal here. I've been trying to contact you, Mirko. Astro got away. Yes, I know. He was here. What? Luckily, the fool came to the dormitory first. I was there alone, and I took care of him. We'll never have to worry about my dear, stupid cousin again. Well, that's a relief. Nice work, Mirko. Now listen, I'm hiding the stuff aboard the rocket cruiser Polaris tonight. I've already given you the rocket schedule. Right. We'll be ready to pick it up. Oh, wait just a minute. Stand by. Right here, Beale was apparently interrupted. Perhaps by the leader of the operation who gave him other instructions. You'll hear him again in a minute. But, sir, what did Mirko mean? He took care of me. We instructed him to say that, Astro. If Beale and the others believed you were dead, they'd feel safe in continuing to work with Mirko. Then, we could put a dummy package aboard the Polaris, and intelligence officers could grab the gang when they picked it up. Oh, I get it. Okay, now, Mirko, listen sharp. Go ahead, Beale. Here's what you do. Since you're in that Polaris unit, you can bring the stuff out yourself. Bring it myself? You mean to Venusport? Now, now, maybe we ain't there no more. Where are you? We ain't quite settled on a place yet. We've got the Polaris schedule, so someplace along the line, one port or another, you'll be contacted. Uh, which port? Ain't quite sure of that, neither. You just get yourself away from Corbett and Manning on all the spaceports, and we'll be in touch with you. So long, Marco. See you later. All right, that's the end of the recording. Now, 
Do you understand your assignment, Astro? I think so, sir. Mirko posed as me. Now you want me to pose as him and make contact with the gang. Right. Find out all you can about them and their plans. But I must warn you, this assignment is extremely dangerous. They're obviously suspicious. That's why they want to see Mirko. I realize that, sir. So, you may refuse the assignment if you wish. Refuse it? <laughs> Not me. Thank you. Cadets Corbett and Manning, you have the same choice. You needn't accompany Cadet Astro if you prefer not to. Oh, let that hillbilly get his neck in a sling without us? Not in a million years. Uh, I beg your pardon, sir. I understand, Manning. Cadet Corbett? Count me in, sir. Naturally. Very well, then, cadets. You've made your decision, and I must say I'm proud of you. You'll prepare to blast off in two hours. Use your heads and try to come home safely. Now, goodbye. And spaceman's luck to you all. In an attempt to discover the whereabouts and identity of a gang of men who plan to raid the space lanes, Tom, Roger, and Astro volunteer for a supposedly routine training flight in the rocket cruiser Polaris, hoping to lure the gang into a trap. Well, this is Marsport. Here's your last chance to be a hero, Astro. Ah, uh, nothing happened on Lunar or Venus, and nothing will happen here either, Roger. It certainly won't if Roger and I keep you surrounded like this. Listen, Astro, we'll kind of evaporate. You make like Mirko and amble around the spaceport alone. I've ambled around almost every spaceport in the inner solar system, Tom, and all I've got to show for it is sore feet. That's the only place you've got any feeling, leadhead. Come on, Roger. But don't worry, Astro. We'll be near to protect you. Ah, go blow your jets. Ah, well, here we go again. Hey, got a match? Sorry. Michael? Hmm? Oh, maybe I have. Here, take these matches. Light one for me. Oh, okay. You're making the contact? I ain't out for the walk. Hey, hey, watch it. You almost burned me. What are you so nervous about? Oh, I, I was thinking. Tom, I mean, Corbett and Manning, they're around here someplace. Don't worry about them. Now listen, walk around behind that far hangar. You'll see a little guy waiting there. Go with him. Well, go on. What are you waiting for? What about Corbett and Manning? I said forget about them. You just get going and lead them to us. We'll take care of them good. Hey, Tom, look. Astro's leaving the spaceport. He's ducking behind that hangar. Uh-huh. I think he's made contact. Come on, Roger. After him. Hey, hey, just a minute, fellas. Got a match? No, sorry. How about you? No, let go of my arm. You don't have to get so uppity. I just asked you. All right, all right, and I told you. Now blow, will you? Uh, I'll show you fresh punks. Hey, fellas! Hey, what gives? Look, Roger, those three men. Pile in, boys. Watch yourself, Roger. I can handle these jokers with one hand. Get them, fellas. Slug them. Hey, the spaceport police. Come on, let's get out of here. Come back here, you yellow space rats. What are you afraid of? Knock it off, Roger. Let's get after Astro. Astro, jump and Jupiter. I almost forgot about him. Let's blast. He went around this hangar. See him? No. No sign of Astro anywhere, Tom. What do we do now? Nothing we can do but go back to the Polaris and hope Astro shows up. (laughs) 
Prius Beetle. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Okay. You can take his blindfold off now, Nicky. <clears throat> there you are, Michael. Hey, what's the idea, Theo? They made me keep this blindfold on all the way from Marsport. Well, now, lad, we couldn't take no chances. You might be the other one. Astro? Well, this should make you change your mind. Theo RDX. That's right. Convinced now? Let's see. Well? Yeah. This looks like the stuff, all right. Well, you know how it is, Mirko. We had to make sure this is a big deal we're in. Real big. Yeah, I know. Listen, Beal, when do we start operating? That's none of your business, Mirko. Oh, now, look, why all the secrecy with me? I'm risking my neck for you guys. I even killed a man. You're being well paid for it. Here. Here's your money. Oh. Oh, thanks. Nicky will take you back to your ship. When you get back to the Academy, contact me and I'll tell you where to pick up the next load. Now I know you're okay, we'll carry on the way we started. Okay. So long, Bill. Be good, kid. Yeah, Bill here. Bill, this is Valdor. Yes, sir. Did you watch him through the teleceiver I hooked up? Yes, he looked like Mirko. Sure. I guess we were too suspicious. Were we? Did you notice he didn't try to get more out of you this time? He didn't even count what you gave him. Yeah. See, that's right. Ah, he's okay, though. He brought us the Neo-RDX. Place it directly in front of the teleceiver lens so I can see it clearly. It's the right stuff. Do as I tell you. Okay, Valdor. See? It's the right Where stuff. Where are the detonators? Huh? The detonators, you fool. That explosive can't be set off without the special detonators. Well, you ain't here. Get Merkel back. Hurry. Too late. They just took off. There's a radio in the jet boat. Call Nicky at once and tell him to bring Merkel back. Roger, look, it's Astro. The old Venusian hillbilly himself. Space boy, we were worried about you. We're in blazing. Look, fellas, you... no time to talk now. We gotta blast off fast. Come on. Why? What's the rush? What happened? Beale must have noticed by now I didn't bring the detonators. I pulled the audio wire in Nicky's jet boat, so Beale couldn't call him, but they might have other contacts here. Come on. Climb into the airlock and let's blast. <laughs> All right now, Astro. Let's find out if you are still in the gang's confidence. Contact Beal. Yes, Commander Arkwright. And you two boys stay absolutely quiet. Yes, sir. FC-394, Mirko calling Beal. Come in, Beal. FC-394, Mirko to Beal. Come in. Beal here. Listen, Mirko, what happened to the detonators? Uh-oh, they're wide. Quiet, Roger. The what? The detonators. The little ball-like caps made out of vanadium. Explosives no good without them. I don't know anything about them, Beal. You must have got them with the Neo-RDX. All they found in the locker was the package I brought up to you. you sure? Positive. Blast them, jokers. They've messed it up then. Well, they'll have to get us a double supply this time. Now listen, Mirko. Here are your orders. Go ahead. Thursday night, you slip out of the academy. And 940 westbound monorail leaves the village heading for Adam City. Get on it. Sit in the second car from the end. A bet? A westbound monorail... At 9.40 Thursday. Right. Then what? You'll be contacted on the car. When you get the stuff secured behind the rudder assembly on the next Academy rocket ship, making a trained flight the main solar ports. 
Live relay is scheduled to be. Check? Check. Right then. That's all. So long, Marco. You know, Tom, riding around a monorail train like this is a lot of fun. But has any one of these monorails ever fallen off the track? Well, not that I know of. Well, looks kind of dangerous hanging from that one rail going at this speed. Relax, William. We've got bigger worries. Hey, we're slowing down. Think maybe something will happen here? Well, let's hope so. Where's Astro? Still in the car ahead. Oh, keep your face in that newspaper now. We're stopping. Not too many people getting on. But one important guy is getting on. Who? Nicky. That character that picked a fight with us at Marsport. Oh, great. Roger. Nicky just motioned to Astro. Yeah. And Astro's getting up, walking to the door. Nicky's right alongside. They're getting off. Come on. We getting off, too? What do you think? Hurry. But Nicky may spot us. We'll have to take that chance. Maybe if we move fast enough and duck behind one of the station pillars, he won't. Might work. It's kind of dark out there. Move fast, Roger. All set. Come on. Down these steps. Duck behind here and hold still. Right. You see Astro? Wait a minute. Hey. What's the matter? Nicky tricked us. He and Astro didn't get off. Jumping Jupiter. There goes the monorail. And Astro's on it. What's the matter with you, Nicky? Can't you make up your mind? Why didn't we get off? Because I changed my mind. That's why, Marco. Now move up into the front car. Why? Because I tell you. Wait a minute. Who do you think you're ordering around? You, Buster. You think I didn't recognize those two jokers in the back car? They were Corbett and Manning. What? But yeah, I didn't... Yeah, yeah, I know. You said you ducked them. But I just made sure you did. Now move. Well... What's in the front car? Exactly what you're after, Moiko. And maybe a little more. Okay, crossover. Well, what now? There's nobody here. Sure there is, Moiko, my boy. Bill. Well, you fellas sure do a lot of traveling. This trip was worth it. I made it special. Just to introduce you to someone you've been wanting to meet. Who? The name is Valdor. Well, yes, Beale tells me you've been rather curious about me. You're the head of this whole operation. That's right, Michael, and I must confess I've been curious about you, too. Have? Yes, and the answer to one question will satisfy my curiosity, Marco. Oh, well, go ahead. Shoot. When and where did you meet our friend Beale? Why, uh, it, uh, it was back home on Venus. We, we, we did a job together, and, uh... And that's all. It certainly is for you, Astro. Why, you dirty space crawler. Watch him. I am. Hold still, big boy. I'll burn a hole through you with this heat breath. You thought you could trap me, Astro, by using the same trick by masquerading as your cousin Merkel. You're already trapped, Valdor. The Solar Guard knows all about you. How could they when you didn't even know? Tom and Roger saw me on this monorail, and they saw Nicky, too. Your friends are far behind, and when they finally catch up to you, it'll be too late. You think so, I know so. In a very few minutes, we will pass over a high chasm. There'll be a drop of some four or five hundred feet, and this spells an accident. An extremely fatal accident. As the monorail trail curtains through the night, suspended from a single gleaming rail and rapidly nears a wide, deep chasm, 
Astro faces death at the hands of the men he tried to trap. But meanwhile, some distance behind in a single monorail car speeding along a parallel track, Tom and Roger try desperately to catch up to their friend. Can't you make this old crate go faster, Tom? She's wide open, Roger. Don't worry, we're picking up time on that train. They still say we should have commandeered an autojet. We would have caught up by now. And how would we have gotten aboard the train? Now, Commander Arkwright picked the best idea. Lucky this work car was parked on a siding at that last station. Well, all right, but suppose another train shows up on this track. We'll be in great shape then. The commander said he'd see that all traffic was cleared for us. Now, stop griping, will you? Okay, okay, but blasted, I wish we'd spot that train. Wait, there it is. See those red lights? Great galaxy, that's it. Come on, we've got to catch up. We can't miss now. Close to the chasm. Less than a minute away. Very good. Open this side door, Bill, and you, Nicky, stand by the door between the cars. See that none of the passengers interrupt us. All right, Valdor. Door's open, Valdor. Thank you, Bill. Move up to it, Astro. Oh, no, I won't. Take your choice. Jump by yourself or be thrown out. All right, big shot. You throw me if you can. Easily done. Bill, the parallel ray. Freeze them first. Wait a minute, Valdor. There's another monorail catching up on the next track. Huh? Someone in the front cabin. It's that cadet, Corbett. Tom! And the other one's leaning out of the side door. The car's coming alongside. Gangway! Hey, stop him quickly! Come on, Astro! Jump for it! Oh, you don't. Out of my way, Junior! Come on, Astro! What are you waiting for? Not a thing, pal. Here I come! Well... If it hadn't been for you guys, I'd be flying through 500 feet of nothing right now. Those guys really meant business. Well, they're going bankrupt in a few minutes, Astro. As soon as their monorail stops at the next station, they'll get an escort of honor. A squad of solar guards. Suppose they jump the train before that. Yeah, where'll they jump? Straight down? Not a chance. The whole gang is wrapped up for good. Hey, those words are music to my ears. Jupiter, I'm glad this operation is over. It isn't yet, Astro. Tom and I saw another one of your relatives, and he looked real mean. What? Where? Early this evening, when we passed the zoo. Don't miss the next action-packed adventure with Tom Corbett, Space Cadet, when Tom and Roger are ordered to guard a huge sum of money and find themselves blasting through space with an escort of death. Tune in, same time, same station, for the next thrilling interplanetary adventure with Tom Corbett, Space Cadet. Tom Corbett, Space Cadet, starring Frankie Thomas, can also be seen on television and appears in the comic sections of many of America's leading newspapers. Look for it daily and in weekend editions. Featured in today's cast were Jan Merlin, Al Markham, Carter Blake, Joe DeSantis, and Gilbert Mack. Today's program was written by Ben Peter Freeman, directed by Drex Hines. Jackson Beck speaking. <laughs>